Okay, welcome to our show, Marketing Management Money. Uh, we are going to kick it off with a marketing topic today. Um, I I I love this uh, the this statement. I guess it's it's kind of a, a, a common phrase that you'll hear a lot. Okay, uh, you know, tactics win the battle, uh, strategy wins the war. Oh yeah, and I want to apply that to marketing. Okay, because. I see a lot of businesses that, uh, you know, they get kind of hung up on the tactical side of things. So, uh, it, very, very short term, immediate, but not necessarily pointing in, in a common direction. And, you know, right. and, and, yeah. and, and I'll give this example where you'll see, uh, you know, maybe a small business that they're, they're posting like crazy on social media. But they're not necessarily backing that up with the offerings that that they really have going on. You know, like yeah. like like they've got a a, a promotion that uh, you know that they're trying to get out there, but on social media they're over talking about you know something else, and 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 they might be getting a lot of traffic off of you know what they're talking about, but it's not aligning with the promotion that's actually you know that they're that they're trying to to put out there, and and. I mean, I'm kind of talking in sort of a broad sense. You you could take this and 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 say it. Any, I see this happen where, you know, uh, they'll run a radio ad. A small business will run a radio ad, and then they'll run a newspaper ad, and they're disjointed. They're really not. Yeah. You know, or or this is probably even more common and more costly. Is you'll see a business like they'll run a radio ad, and they'll just do a one and done. You know, it's like, oh yeah, we ran that ad for six weeks. Cool. And then what did you do? Stopped running that ad. Like, did did you follow up on how effective it was? What, right. What, what right. you know? What was your goal that you were trying to accomplish yeah. with that? I, I don't know. I needed to do something, so I put an ad on the radio. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Or, well, or or I started doing you know PPC. Okay, so what what were you you know like? Did, what were did, your goals? Did you optimize your website before you uh, mm-hmm. you know engaged yeah. in pay per click? Yeah. Nope. Nope. I just just put it out there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I see that all the time as well as you know, small businesses try to they're doing their best, right? They're doing what they know how. Sure. Uh, Got to start somewhere. Exactly, and and it's not it's not necessarily bad to to try something new essentially, right? To get out there, get your feet wet, figure out what works, what doesn't, especially if you uh, are anything like me and you tend to get stuck in analysis paralysis. <laughs> it's, right. it's really good to uh, pick a direction and start moving in that direction. But what we're talking about here is rather than just taking stabs in the dark one by one, this mm-hmm. is this is like a boxing match where it's, you're not just throwing a jab. You're not just throw randomly throwing a straight. You're not just randomly throwing a haymaker. You're, you're before you even start, you have this combination set up in your head and you've practiced it and you understand when you're going to slip to the left or, you know, roll to the right. You, mm-hmm. you, you have this whole flow that you've got worked out and it's the same thing in your small business. You have to have these things connected. You have to understand how it's going to, uh, or, or what your, your hope is for how it's going to impact your business, how you're going to follow up on that, what metrics you're going to measure and what other elements of your business uh, are going to be affected and affected and, or need to support this 
approach, right? So, like if you have, if you're a manufacturer and you have production and you start throwing out this, this promo and you're blasting it all over social media and you're following up with your salespeople and you're doing some cold calling or, you know, you're, you're whatever, but you don't inform your production floor. Mm. They're going to be pretty ticked when all of a sudden, I mean, if it works and they all of a sudden have this massive influx of, of products to prep and, and put it out the door, it's going to be like, Oh, what, where did this come from? We don't have the inventory to support this. And so mm -hmm. you have to look at this whole picture and that's, that's where the strategy and tactics come into play. And so, you know, you, you gave kind of the boxing analogy. I'm going to give a different analogy that for me resonates a little stronger. All right. Uh, so I, I love music. Uh, I'm a trombone player and, uh, you know, I, I don't do it as much now, but I used to play in a lot of bands and I used to play in a lot of orchestras and it's just a wonderful thing. I, I really should do more of that, but you know, you look at it and one of the interesting things is when you'd get these groups of musicians together, it didn't matter how good you were. You could be the best musician in the world and if you were not playing with everyone else it sounded awful yeah. and you know and, and so what we're talking about here is we're talking about in your marketing you've got all of these different pieces coming together to make the symphony and if they're not playing to the same conductor you know if 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 you have them starting at different times or playing in different keys. If you've got a rogue flute player. Yeah, it, it, it just, it, it doesn't sound good anymore. It just sounds really bad. And, yeah. and that's, the, that's the, the issue is, okay, you know, with your marketing, how do you get them to, to all, all tie in? Yeah. And, and I want to talk about something. So, uh, you know, at Marketing Management and Money, we try and practice what we preach. And mm -hmm. so uh, taking this advanced marketing course uh, with uh, Dr. Manish Arora, he's actually quite brilliant when it comes to yeah. marketing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thoroughly enjoying listening to uh, a lot of his lectures on marketing and, and what he talks about. And uh, one of the things that he pointed out is he did this uh, he did this pie chart and he talked about the the different steps in in marketing and he broke it down into eight steps and he said you know these are the eight steps that really need to happen and then he said he's like you know most people or most businesses are doing three of the eight and yeah. You know, and, and I looked at that and I'm just like, oh man, there, 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 there's a lot of truth to that. Now, whether there's eight steps in marketing, five steps in marketing, 10 steps in marketing, you know, I mean, that, that was the process that he was, was running through. But right. the, the truth is, or the, the challenge is, is that he's absolutely correct that most businesses are skipping some of these marketing steps. Yeah. And, and, and so... That's what I want to talk about in this episode is I'm like, okay, how do, how do we get connected? How do we get, you know, the marketing to be cohesive and effective? So for me, this really comes back to uh, something we've referred to on another episode in this podcast is making sure you slow down and do things right the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're anything like me, it's really easy to do that. In fact, it's much too easy. Sometimes you get stuck in analysis paralysis, which isn't a good place to be, but 
uh, you definitely need to take time to plan things out and do things right. It will save you massive amounts of time on the back end. You won't be fixing mistakes. You won't be going back and re figuring out your plan or your process or how you're going to execute or trying something completely new, pivoting super hard because you didn't see this one element that you should have seen up front. You know, you need to take the time to plan those things out and do them right the first time. Yeah. So I want to start to get into some of the nuts and bolts here. And if you're putting together a uh, marketing strategy, the uh, first thing that I'm going to say is make sure that it all connects. And, and this, this is what I mean. So if I have this strategy that I want to increase sales by 20%, all right, okay, then one of the things that I need to look at is I need to look at, well, what are the resources that go into, you know, my, my current sales? So l- l- let's assume that uh, I'm a half a million dollar small business. Okay. So, right. you know, I, I, I do a half million dollars annually and that's, that, that, that's what it is. There, there, there's a team of, you know, three or four people, uh, just, just kind of a, a nice typical small business. Right. And, uh, and they're looking at it and they're like, okay, well, we want to see 20% growth, so we want to go up to 600000 That's 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 the goal that we have. Well, yeah. the first thing that I would look at is I would say, okay, what does it cost you right. to hit the half a million? Yeah. You know, if, if your costs for that half a million are, you know, let, 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 let's let's say that uh, you, you have a marketing budget of 100000 uh, and then you have, you know, an operating expense of, of another 300000 whatever. You know, like, if you're going to grow that, you've got to put more resources toward that other $100,000 of growth that you want to see. It, yeah. it doesn't just come from working harder. It comes from working smarter. You've, you've got to realize you know, what's, what's the value of each of the inputs that are going to get you the output that you want. And so, you know, if you've got salespeople working for you and, uh, you know, and the, this salesperson is, is roughly capable of bringing in a quarter million dollars of sales, uh, then, you know, you might need to hire an additional salesperson to make it happen. You right. know, if, if you've got equipment that you're using, uh, you know, like you, you, you use uh, three trucks to to get the job done, whatever the job is, you know, sure. are you going to buy a fourth truck to make it happen? And and this is a simple step, but I see a lot of businesses, they, they get hung up in the tactical side of things where they're just like, okay, I want you to be more aggressive. I want you, to, you know, to, to go out there with 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 a go get them attitude, and I want you to just just make it happen. And, and I'm like, okay, that's important. It is yeah. because if you don't have the right attitude, then it's very difficult to to overcome that. But at some point, you know, you you can only be so aggressive. You can only have such a positive attitude. You can only say, I think I can. I think I can. So many times, right. Before you're at capacity. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, you to continue with your, your music analogy, you can only, I, I was going to say at first, you can only play one instrument at a time, right? But we've all seen the dudes that like play 17 instruments with their elbows and, and whatever. Right. Like that's not realistic. 
in 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 an orchestra or you know at a symphony or just in any kind of a jazz band yeah you, yeah, you see that guy out on the street yeah in vegas on freaking fremont street <laughs> you don't want to be that guy <laughs> and so many small business owners or entrepreneurs expect that of their people they they want them to do that yeah i've seen that time and time again and their people are like but i already have a job and i'm already doing that job yeah and now i'm supposed to do two jobs so you want me to just get divorced abandon my kids and move in here and never sleep that's what mm-hmm. it sounds like you know what i mean you you know, you have to understand what the capacities of your resources are, whether those are people or, you know, if you have three trucks and you need four, you can't have one truck be in two places at once. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. And and so, you know, that's going to be one of the first things that I'm going to say when you're looking at your marketing strategy is I'm like, make sure that you have done proper allocation and that you, you increase, you know, to, to match what you want to achieve. You know, if you, if you want to be very aggressive in a growth strategy, then you've got to be very aggressive in spending. Yeah. And your approach to that, you know, and, and, and the thing is, is uh, keep in mind that you're likely going to lose efficiencies as you grow. You're not going to gain efficiencies. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're looking at, let's say you've got a cost of goods and so you're like, Oh, my gross margin right now is at you know, 52%. Like, well, as you grow, it will probably decline. You know, yeah. you're, you're not going to improve that gross margin and be like, oh, wow, we get more, you know, more efficiencies the more we do. It's like, yeah, no, you're actually going to get less. Uh, and so, so that, that's a really big part to, to the strategy, kind of that big picture. And keep in mind, you know, when we talk about strategy versus tactics, this has nothing to do with whether you're using social media. This has nothing to do with whether right. this is a word of mouth campaign. This has nothing to do with how you're going about marketing your company. It, it, that part doesn't matter. And that's another thing that uh, helps distinguish between uh, strategic marketing versus tactics. Yep. Tactics become very specific to your business. Yep. The strategy is not overly specific to your business. It's the type of stuff that needs to happen in any business, yeah. in any industry, uh, at all sizes of, of business. And and so, you know, kind of look at that. that. That would be the second thing that I would look at is I would say, okay, you know, I'm matching up my resources to my expectations. But the second thing that I'm looking at is I'm saying, okay, is this, am I getting too detailed? If I'm getting too detailed, that's really not strategic thinking. Uh, you know, strategic, it, it, it needs to be higher level, big picture, long term, those types of things. Yeah, it's super important to to keep that in mind, you know, whether you are dipping down into tactics or whether you are staying at the, the higher level of, of strategy. Uh, another mistake that I I see a lot of small business owners or entrepreneurs make is that they only do this on the front end. They only do it once on the front end and then leave it alone. Uh, This is something that you are putting in place. You're going to take the time and do it right the first time and you're going to put it in place and it's going to be with you for a substantial amount of time. Mm -hmm. This isn't something you're going to do for a week. If, if it is, 
don't do it. <laughs> I'm going to say don't waste your time doing it because if you're thinking that t- short term, it's not strategic thinking, right? Yeah, or, or I was going to say you're down in the land of tactics. Right. And so expect to or, or set the expectation up front that this is something that you're going to continually check in on and continually reference to if you need to adjust your tactics or some of the tasks you're working on, you know what I mean? This is going to be your 150,000 foot view that you can see this peak way off in the distance that, you know, when you're down in the the trenches working on the tasks and everything and executing on those tactics that you can't see that mountain Mm -hmm. from that vantage point. You have to be up at the higher level to be able to see that. And so again, you're not going to move from where you are to that peak in a week. It's going to be with you for a, a long period of time. And so you need to just have that expectation. Mm-hmm. And, and with that expectation. So uh, a saying that I really like is uh, what gets measured um, gets monitored. And, you know, so you want measurements in place. Yeah. You want to have some metrics to see if you're winning or you're losing. Right. Yeah. So. When you're creating a strategy, you need to put some metrics in place to help you determine if you're winning or losing. But I'll tell you, you really don't want those metrics to be our sales going up or sales going down. That's not right. a great uh, metric to look at. Right. Uh, you know, so for example, if I were uh, wanting to increase uh, my website sales and I say, well, okay, did website sales increase? Yeah. You know, I'm like, uh, yeah, that's, that's not strategic thinking. That's, that's just looking at where sales are going. Yeah. Right. Strategic thinking is saying, okay, overall engagement, is that improving? Yeah. Do I have more visitors coming to my website? Are they spending more time on my website? Yeah, exactly. Are they clicking through to multiple pages? Exactly. What's, what's the experience? What's the funnel? And, and so you know, when you get strategic, you don't look at where sales are going. You look at what you need to put in place so that sales can go where you want them to go. Yeah. A great example of this, a fantastic example of this is the movie Moneyball. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's a perfect example of, of, this type of thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so the, the pretense of the movie is that the manager, the general manager of the Oakland A's at the time, and this is back in the day. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what, what time period, what year this was, sure. but uh, he was the general manager of the Oakland A's and he adopted a new way of, of managing a baseball team and, and, it's essentially, this is what we're talking about is essentially what he did. He, he joined forces with a, uh, a guy by the name of Peter Brand, and they specifically looked at one benchmark of a player's performance to evaluate how successful the team would be. They looked specifically at how many times a guy could get on base. Mm. And that would determine whether or not they could go to the World Series and win the World Series. Yeah, yeah. It, and so, I mean, traditionally in baseball, you would look, you would think you would look at home runs or... Batting average. Yeah, batting average, things like that. You wouldn't necessarily look at, oh, 
how many times does this guy get in on base? When you're thinking about winning, you're thinking about scoring. You're thinking about in business. It's you're thinking about the sell. You're thinking about how much you're going to grow. You're thinking about all of those kinds of things. But maybe your metric that you want to measure and follow is how many social media posts you put out or how many people react to that social media post. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was going to say, um, you know, you talked about how many social media posts you put out and then you quickly kind of, uh, said what, what kind of reaction. Yeah. Like keep your metrics in something that like it is not just, just because you put more wood on the fire, doesn't necessarily mean that yeah. you know that you're moving in the right direction. Just because your foot is on the gas and the car's driving faster, doesn't mean that you're 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 necessarily moving in the right direction. And so, you know, so so having these metrics where it's like, okay, I put something out. What was the reaction? This cause and effect metric, exactly, so much more powerful. Yeah, and and if you can distill your efforts, or you can distill the effects of your efforts down to something like that then it's, it becomes a, a walk in the park. Yeah. At that point, you know what to do. Right. And you just have to do it. Right. And I mean, obviously, you have to keep your finger on the pulse of, of your market and what they want and, and how they are interacting with you and all those kinds of things. But for the sake of this strategy and tactics discussion, as long as you include that kind of thinking in your strategy, you're sure to be on the right path, right? Right, right. So- uh, now we're going to wrap up in just a second. Uh, there's one final thought. We've talked a lot about strategy, and I yeah, I, I was I, just going to say I, I feel like we're 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 dogging on tactics. Tactics are very essential to the success of your business. Yeah, I agree. I just think they're a little bit easier. They're a little bit more natural for people to fall into that well and that's, line of thinking. That's the thing is you know you've got to have uh, tactics work when your strategy is clear. And so when you have a clear strategy, the nice thing about uh, strategic planning or strategic marketing is that, you know, you're going to spend some time on the front end. It's going to be a little tedious, but you're going to spend some time on the front end coming up with that marketing strategy. You're going to review it often to make sure that you're staying with it, but you're really not going to have to mess with it a lot. And when I say review it often, the reason why you're reviewing it is to align your tactics with your strategy. Right. And, and, And so the fun stuff, the tactical planning, that's what you get to do when you review often. But all too often, businesses, they go straight to the tactics and they don't connect it to the strategy. And that's that you know, orchestra playing out of, out of tune or out of sync, or, you know, that's, that's that fighter getting into the ring and, yeah. um, you know, just kind of like wildly throwing punches that, right. That, that's what starts to happen. And so, you know, as you have this strategic plan in place, put the plan in place, review it. It can be a nice outline. It can be short. It can be simple. You know, it's not too crazy. Don't go trying to take over the world. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> look, look at the, the, the two or three things that are really going to make impact and build, you know, tactics around those two or three things. If you're super ambitious, go to four. But, I mean, keep it, keep it in check. Like, two or three yeah. is honestly pretty solid. Oh, yeah, especially at, at this level of business. I mean, if you're this huge enterprise, this huge company with 500-plus employees. I don't even think it matters. I think... 
you always keep it simple, stupid. It's the kiss method. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying you would you wouldn't you you don't have the resources at this level true. to even think about that. If if you are thinking at that level, what I'm saying is I think you're you're just kidding yourself. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, and that's not the plan here, right? <laughs> I mean, you're going to take the time on the front end to do it right, and then once you have that top top level thinking it sticks, it stays there. And then you move down into these tactics and you start looking at, okay, how are we going to approach this? Are we going through the forest? Or are we going around the forest? You know? Yeah. And you get some of those things put in place and you start executing on them. You start with those daily tasks. And once you get that, once you get that process down, I think you really will start to hit your rhythm of this, uh, this process of strategic thinking, using tactics to execute on it. And, you know, following back up with, with that strategic thinking. So as you guys do that, we would love to hear how it goes for you and any questions you might have, please feel free to reach out to us at Ryan at marketing management and money.com. Take care. Take control of your business today. Go to tabletwise.com and search marketing management and money for the clarity you've always wanted. Be sure to stay tuned for new episodes on the first and third Wednesdays of every month and make sure to subscribe to be notified when we release bonus content such as interviews and short discussions.